And I've taught you so much extensively about your destiny. But there are some things that you need to recognize. A Christian cannot be cursed. If you look at the book of John, chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. It says, from the fullness of His grace, we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Shall we finish that scripture? Grace. Come on now, look up and read it. What came through Jesus? What came through Moses? Law. Law came through Moses, and curse came by law. Yeah? But grace and truth came through Jesus. So, which means, therefore, that what Jesus did not have, he cannot give. Don't let anyone deceive you that your trial is a curse. When you are going through tests of time, don't let anybody call that for you a curse. A Christian cannot be cursed. If you look at the book of Genesis, you write that down because we are coming back to it. Genesis chapter 12. Let's look at God's covenant with Abraham. Say the Lord, the Lord has said to Abraham, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. Then he says, I will make you into a great nation and bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Then he says, I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people of the earth will be blessed through you. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Now let's look at the book of Genesis. Sorry, Galatians chapter 3. It says in verse 6, Consider Abraham. He believed God, and it was credited to him as what? Righteousness. Understand then that those who believe are who? Excuse me. Who children are you? Because you believe. Those who have faith. That belief is talking about believe as in faith. Abraham had faith in God, or he believed in God, and God credited that to righteousness. It is not law. Not that he observed the law and was perfect in law. No, it's impossible. Because he had faith in God, God gave him righteousness. And then God says, 
that everyone who believe are children of Abraham. Okay? Now verse 8 says, The scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. Alright? So through the legacy of faith, of faith in God, all nations will be blessed. Now watch this. So, those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So, who are those talking about? Those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So, which means that anybody who is a believer is a son of Abraham by inheritance. And those who have faith are what? Blessed, not cursed. Tell somebody I'm blessed. I can't hear you. Say I'm blessed. I cannot be cursed. I'm a son of Abraham. A son of God. Because I have faith in God, I cannot be cursed. What about if somebody decides to curse you? Somebody got angry with you and decided to curse you. Look at what happened here. Genesis 31. This was after Jacob left Lebanon. His father-in-law and took his wife. It says on the third day, Levan, verse 22, was told that Jacob had fled, taking his relatives with him. He pursued Jacob for seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. Then God came to Laban, the, Ara- uh, the Aramean, in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to, J- to Jacob, either good or bad. Let me read it further. Mark that scripture. God told Laban, who was a, an occultic man, that when you get to my son, Jacob, you don't have right to bless him or to curse him. You can't say anything good or bad. Why? Because of the covenant of Abraham. Look at what it says. Jacob had pitched his tent, verse 25, in the hill country of Gilead. When Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives camped there, there too. Then Laban said to Jacob, what have you done? You've deceived me, and you've carried off my daughter, my daughter's like captives in war. Why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so I could send you away <coughs> with joy and singing to the music of tambourine and harp, which is a liar? You didn't even let me kiss my granddaughter and my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You have done a foolish thing. Now underline this. To that man who is a sorcerer, Jacob had done a foolish thing. But nevertheless, verse 29, I have the power to harm you. Another lie. 
But last night, the God of your father, come on now. He said, the God of your father. He said, last night, the God of your father said to me, be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. A Christian cannot be caused whatever you have done wrong. Whatever people think you are, whatever way people think they are wrong, you have wronged them. If anybody who is an occult person, a satanic person, somebody who has the power to curse, like this man, if you decide that now he has been cursing people and that power had worked, and he decided, let me turn into a Christian, this man established what they call a president. God appeared to him and said, it is written, God warned kings concerning them, saying, Touch not Alfred Williams, my anointed. I don't know whether your name is there. Touch not Alfred Williams, my anointed. Touch not Alfred, my anointed, and make no Williams harm. Listen to me. If anybody decides to curse you, therefore, the God of Abraham will not permit him the reason why God did not permit that man to curse Jacob is because of Abraham. Faith legacy. That anybody who has faith in the living God has come under the covenant of God with Abraham. And the covenant said to Abraham, whoever curses you, I, God, will handle. So when someone speaks negatively to a Christian and curses you and says all manners of negative stuff, if you begin to say that, no, I reject in the name of Jesus, you have given that curse credence. You have given the curse credence. Because if you don't believe that those negative words will happen to you, you will never respond to it. If you go to the, on the street and you see a madman, really mad, badly mad, and he was looking at you and saying, look at how stupid you are, how ugly you are, and you are this, your mouth is that, will you reply to him? Because you recognize physically is the word of a madman. He has no power. He has nothing. You would rather pity him, isn't it? That God please help this man restore his brain. So it is when a man says a negative word to you, or a man to your face curses you, even if he, if he consult medium, voodoo or whatever, talisman or stuff, and cast spell on you, you are not supposed to react at all because it's nothing. It is impossible for a Christian to be cursed. Do you know that nobody can say a word to you unless God permits him to say so? God may not occasion it, but God will have shut his mouth if he does not want him to utter it. Are we together now? Let me give you one more scripture. In the book of Numbers 22 and 23, it tells the story about Israel. When Israel... In chapter 22, when Israel was passing through 21, sorry, if you go from 21, when Israel was passing through the land of the Moabites, the Bible says, Balaam consulted, Balaam consulted Balaam. Balak was the king with the elders. And he says to them, now, verse 2, chapter 22. Let me read from verse 1. Then the Israelites traveled to the plain of Moab and camped along the Jordan across from Jericho. 
Now Balak the son of Zippor saw all that Israel had done to Amorites and Moabites and was terrified because there were so many people indeed. Moab was filled with dread because of Israel. Now he's talking about a situation whereby people see the hand of God in your life and because of that they are terrified. Now they want to go and you know, advocate more power so that they can overpower you. That is the situation here. <laughs> you know the life of a child of God must be envied by people. And people must be jealous of your life. Because your life is different from their life. When it seems to you that disaster is imminent, and they have given hope that you have finished, they will only close their eyes to expect disaster. When they open their eyes, you have thrown over it. How did he get through it? They cannot tell. Because there is a God of Christians who is faithful and he is loyal. Pastors, you can move together so that they both can sit just there. So, those are our pastors from, from, from Hyderabad. So therefore, if you look at the story of this Balak, this Balak of a man was threatened by the success of Israel because the hand of God was upon them. I will together now. When God blesses you, some people will be threatened. Amen. Some people will look at you and see that you have become too much powerful for them. They can't handle it. So they will go and look for accomplice to try to sabotage you. The Bible says, gather ye distance land and be scattered. Isaiah 8. He said, gather and be shattered. Devise a plan is another and the strategy is to be thwarted. Either it's in your office, they gather against you because of the glory of God upon your life. Laugh at it. Wherever the gathering may come from, laugh at it. Because you serve a God who is the God of Abraham. Hallelujah. <laughs> he says, those who have faith are blessed. Listen to me. So then, this man, Balaam, who they believe at that time, he has so much power. And his power is so much. He says in verse 6, Now, Balaam, come and put a curse on these people. Because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the country. For I know that whosoever you curse is cursed, and whosoever you bless is blessed. Can you understand this? This is interesting. So there is a man who has so much power. That whosoever he cursed is cursed, and whosoever is blessed is blessed. Come on, let's look at the response of this man. This Balaam of a man. Look at chapter 23. Verse 4 says, When this Balaam was going like Laban to curse Israel, verse 4 says, God met him. And Balaam said, I have prepared a seven, seven altar, and on each altar I have offered a bull and a ram. The Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Go back to Balak and give him this message. What is the message? 
So he went back to him and found him standing beside his offering with all the princes of Moab. Then Balaam uttered his oracle, Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab from the eastern mountain. Come, he said, curse Jacob, curse Alfred, curse Christ with tabernacle for me. Come, denounce Israel. Listen to me. Shall we read verse 8 together? Uh huh. In this week, God will reply your enemy. Listen to me. The words of man cannot make you, but the eternal will of God stands forever for your life. Somebody say, Amen. When the man who will curse Israel came back to the person who employed him and paid him to curse, he opened his mouth and he said, How can I curse those who God has blessed? Who is the man that can revoke the authority of heaven? A Christian cannot what? Be cursed. Say it again. A Christian cannot be cursed. Say it again. A Christian cannot be cursed. Look, say after me. Alfred Williams cannot be cursed. How can I denounce those God are not designed? From the lo- rocky peak, I see them. You are higher above all powers of the devil. From the heights, I view them. I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations. Come on, somebody say amen. When we work with the Lord, in the light of His world, what a glory He sets on our way. When we do His goodwill, He'll abide with us still. And with all who will trust and obey, trust and obey, there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and Satan say, I see a people washed by the blood of the Lamb. How can I curse? Those that God had not cursed. How can I denounce those? I must not hear from the mouth of any Christian, I am cursed again. Somebody say amen. You didn't hear what I say. I say a believer must never say it is not. I am cursed any longer. Somebody say I am blessed. I cannot be cursed. <laughs> Look, when you are sick, it is not a curse. Body can be sick. I was sick before and I was healed also. Several times I was sick, several times I was healed. Man must be sick because of the way we use our flesh. Sometimes we overdrive our flesh and put it in overdrive. Now listen to me, and then the flesh will now pack up. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, I told you, when I was sick, each time I was sick among you, I still preach the word of God out of my intestine. No sickness. When I start on that pulpit or carry microphone to preach, no sickness under heaven can say no to it. After I finish preaching, it can come. It can remain in the body. But let me say this to you. Anything that is contrary to God, that enters your body, it has expiry dates. 
Whether you pray or you don't pray, it has expiry dates. God has determined the time it will expire. You know, it's so strange when I see Christians and say that I had this attack. Forget about attack. You know why devil attack you? Because you are not attacking him. I told you, look for devil where he's sleeping, pull his leg and tell him you are sleeping here. There is no rest for anybody in this house. Hallelujah, somebody. The fear of the devil is the fundamental beginning of failure for a believer. Because the Bible commands the Christian to fear God only. There is nothing the devil can do against you. Mr. Devil Balaam said, how can I curse those that God had not cursed? And how can I denounce those who God had not denounced? From a lofty peak I see them, they are too high for me to reach. The Bible says that we are seated in Christ Jesus in the heavenly realm. Believe you me. It says, who will count the dust of Alfred? And number the fourth part of Israel. Let me die the death of the righteous. Your enemy will wish to die like you die. Listen to me. Why? When we die, we leave this body, we enter into glory. But when the enemy dies, he leaves his body and goes to hell. There are two different exits. Amen? Balaam had a taste of what it is for a believer. Do you know something? The Bible tells us that Balak said to him in verse 13, with me, Come with me to another place. Where you can see them, you will see only a part of the church. Eh? But not all of them. Maybe all of them is too powerful. Let me take one or two. And from there, curse them for me. Someone said, let me take a child in that house. Curse them for me. Let me take the husband. Let me take the wife. Come on now. Look at what happened. So he took him to the field of Zophim. On the top of Pisgah. And there he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, stay here beside your offering. Hallelujah. Oh my. You guys can understand this thing when we are talking about it. Because in my own... From, from my tribe, we know what Ebo means. Hallelujah. Say, you tarry by your sacrifice. I am coming. That you are the one who brought the sacrifice. You are the one who will carry your sacrifice. Hallelujah. I wish I'm preaching in Nigeria. I will have given some more connotation to this. But England, they don't carry sacrifice. It's only some people carry sacrifice. I saw a sacrifice some time ago at Blackfeet. And the guy was at, at about two, uh, 3 a.m. when we were coming from Virgin. He was going around his sacrifice. I said, in the name of Jesus. And he going for He ran away. <laughs> he ran away from the sacrifice. Hallelujah. <laughs> so you will have kept your African sacrifice in Africa. Now look at what he says. Then he returned, verse 18. He uttered his oracle. Arise, Belak. That is the person who intends to curse you and see your downfall. And listen, hear me, son of Zippo. God is not what? Shall we read together? God is not that. Speak and not act. Answer me, church. Does God? 
Does he promise and not fulfill? I say, does your God speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? So why are you afraid now? Look at what he says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 1. But therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Say amen. For in Christ Jesus, the law of spirit of life has set you, 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 you free. The law of spirit of life set you free from the law of sin and death. What the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the flesh, Jesus did by the cross. Somebody say amen. There is no one who can curse you. No curse can have effect over you. Impossible. If, the, if Lucifer became a human being, he cannot curse a baby in the house of the faith. Don't be deceived. That is why I go to all their forbidden forests in Africa. And they soon recognize that it was not forbidden. For 500 years, they didn't enter the place. You have a lot of big antelopes, you know, good food inside. They didn't enter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Big, big snakes are there. They never enter and they are dying of hunger. Because some people said it's forbidden. Listen to me. Until we broke the ice and they discover it's not forbidden. We too forbid every demon from entering there and turn it to holy forest. I have received a command to bless. Did you see this now? The only thing Satan can do is to open his mouth and bless you. He cannot curse you. Because his curse will amount to nothing. Then he went further to give me a promise. I have received the command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot change it. God has blessed you, man cannot change it. I say God has blessed you, demons cannot change it. Come on, look at the blessing. Shall we read verse 21 together? No misfortune is seen in Alfred. No misery observed in Williams. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of a king is among them. I love it. I love it. Someone says that I cannot be successful. That is the reason why we go for that success. You know what people always say you cannot do? Those are the things that God wants you to do. What people tell you to do are the things God doesn't want you to do. The world will not stop you if you are going with them on Friday to go to pub and drink to stupor. They will encourage you. And they will challenge you by mixed wine and gin and all those strong drinks. But if you say to the people in the world, I'm going to revenge you. They say, what, 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 what? <laughs> if you make an attempt to do a good thing, they will tell you it's not possible. They will tell you that nobody has ever made such attempt before. But when it's a bad thing, they will encourage you to do it. If anybody tells you that you cannot fulfill destiny, tell him that before him I will fulfill my destiny. Tell him that before you I will fulfill my destiny. Come on now. No misfortune is found in Jacob. No mystery observed in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among 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 them. If you are in Bible study on 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 um, in the week, 
I think we read from the book of Isaiah, isn't it? 42. Let me show you something. The shout of God is always in the midst of his saints. When God shouts, you know, when he roars, the enemy knows that the lion of the tribe of Judah is right there. Anytime a lion roars in the, in the, uh, in the forest, every animal takes off. Even elephants. Because lion took on elephants. They don't regard anybody. <clears throat> so, when the child of the king is among you, come on now, <clears throat> who is the slave that will pass on you? Impossible. That 42 chapter, it says, no, 41 chapter, really, 41 chapter. Look at, look at this in chapter 41. Chapter 41. The shout of a king is among them. Chapter 41. Let's look at from verse, um, verse 15. <clears throat> it says, Behold, I'm making you into a treasuring sledge. This is God speaking. New and sharp with many teeth. You will thresh the mountain and crush them. Someone say amen. <clears throat> and reduce the hill to a shaft. Somebody say amen. You will winnow them. Winnow them. The wind will pick them up. And the gate will blow them before you away. But you will rejoice in the Lord your God. And glory in the holy name, holy one of Israel. It says the poor and the needy start for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched and thirsty. But I, the Lord, will answer them in this week. This is what God told us in the week. I will make rivers flow on your barren high, says the Lord. And springs within your valley, says the Most Holy One. I will turn the desert into pools of water. And the past ground into spring. I will put in the desert the cedar, the acacia, the, uh, acacia, the myrtle, and the olive. I will set pines in the wasteland and the field on the, on the cypress together. So that people may see and know may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. Why does God perform miracles among you? That people may hear, they may see, they may consider that the hand of the Lord is upon them. So when tension, when you have tension and things are tough, don't worry. It's because God wants to flex his mouth with somebody. Your mystery will turn to miracle. Your trial will turn to triumph because somebody says Hear the word of the Lord. If God promised all these, should believers be afraid? If you read further, that's Balaam of a man. After Balaam had cursed them three times, and he tried it, but he was blessing them. Three times he tried to curse and four times he blessed. After God changed the tip of his mouth three times, he now decided that now that I can't curse these people, let me now decide to partake in their blessings. Your enemy will start an agreement with you. The Bible says if a man's way pleases God, he makes even his enemy to be at peace with him. 
you who listen to me, from members of CFT to those who listen to me all over the world, what I deliver to you is that it's written. That is what I believe, that is what I am, that's what I do. And that is what you are. I cannot hear you say amen. So the first thing we have been exploring is so simple. You cannot be caused. Number two, a Christian cannot be defeated. Very briefly, I have ten more minutes and I'll be over. I just give you an introduction to that. Do not, do, not ex- do not believe anything contrary to what I'm telling you. Look at the book of Joshua. <coughs> Joshua chapter 1. The beginning of God's assignment for Joshua. He says, after the death of Moses, the, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of none, Moses is eight. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give you, to give them, to the Israelites. Now, shall we read verse 3 together? I will give you... Stop! (laughs) God said... What you cannot get is what you don't decide to get. Are we together now? Listen to me. I told you on Sunday a sentence. I said every good thing that comes to your brain, make sure they happen. Yes? And I say every bad thought that comes to your brain, take them captive. God told me, He had given his children, a lot of great ideas, and they just dump it. Some of you will not write down. When good thoughts come to your mind, you won't stop there and write it down. You will say that, I will remember, I will remember. Two minutes after, you have forgotten it. Whereas, if those things you are written down, and we have followed to letter, it will have transformed not just your life, but lives of many people in destiny. I will together now. Any good thought that comes to your head, any bad thought that comes, take it captive. Are we together? Look at this scripture. God said to Abraham, when he got to the land of Canaan, he said, walk through the length and bread. He said, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread, you possess. He said to him, look from the mountain. He said, as far as you can see, I have given them to you. That is power of imagination. That is to imagine good things in line with the scripture and in line with God. If, today on television, they brought the woman to the Sky News who was saying that she, she went to some people who are very, very genius and intelligent in this age. And they, they have done studies that analyze that human beings use so little fragment of their brain. And she was saying that she, she wonders what will happen to the generation that will use the whole brain that God has given to man. That generation will not come before Jesus will arrive. Amen. But the fact is this. She ended up by saying just what the scripture says. You can improve the capacity of your reasoning. Hello? Do you want to know the medicine to brainy? To reason the medicine to head, Joshua 1 This book of the law shall not depart from your, but you know you read it with your eyes. And then you say it from your mouth. The Bible is so scientific because what you see 
Before you speak it, it has gone through your memory and your brain and registered there. For what you see and speak has registered in your brain. When you take that book away from you, you can easily quote it from your head. That is all the scripture we are quoting, we are quoting, we are quoting, we are quoting, we are quoting. It's a fundamental of success in anything. Ability to learn and to remember. That's all what success. That's what gives you success. Anything you do. And the Bible is saying here to my brother Joshua, he said, I will give you every place where you said. First of all, for Joshua to get it, he must act. Do we agree together? Come on now, look at me. Can you see that scripture? God said, I will give you, but on the condition that you set your foot. Hello? So, there is many things God has given you. Fear does not let you take it over. God will destroy tonight. I think God will destroy your fear tonight. You remember all the excuses that Moses was given? Who am I? Who are you not? <laughs> God said, go get it. You are saying, who am I? Who are you not? If, you are, if, if it is a matter of who are you, why would God come to you? God came to you, a whole God came to you, and you are saying, who am I? If you are not somebody, God of heaven will not visit you. Anybody he visits, it is because he has seen something he put in them that they have not discovered. There is no one that God visits that remains the same. Hello, somebody. Second thing, who are you, God? Let God be God. And let man be man. And the third thing is that, do you know that I am unable, I am handicapped? Or I have impediment, my wife will not let me, my husband will not let me, my children will not let me, my office will not let me, my boss will not let me. Who said that to you? Flesh. Step out into it. And then God will give it to you. That's God's principle. You see that and say, God bless me, God bless me, God bless me. God will say that, what should I bless? Because the Bible says the Lord will bless whatever you lay your hands on. And you saying, God bless me, God bless me. God saying that, what, what, what is in your hand? Empty hand. I can't bless the empty hand. Lay your hands on something. Put your thoughts into writing. Make it plain. Act upon it. Then you will see success like never before. You know, I showed you my certificate today in membership of Institute of Child When I first started, I told you. I came back from Benin Republic. I said, oh, no, 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 I can't finish this curriculum. I won't do it. I won't do this exam. If I didn't do that examination last November, do you know that today we will not rejoice over it? And do you know that that examination, I will still have to do it, but it will be November this year. So I have postponed my success by one year. When I should be going to my fellow, I'm doing, I'm doing the exam of old. Procrastination is never from God. It is a deterrent from hell. What you have to do, do it now. Who said you cannot do it? Step into it first. Do you know how many challenges I had when I said I was going to law? At what age? A good number of people said to me, at what age? Even I was told that you'll be in class with your children or your grandchildren. Yes, I will. Grandchildren can be my teacher. They have what they know. I too have what I know. When they come under what I know, I teach them. When I go to what they know, they teach me. 
What is in, what is in a, an old man sitting in the class for a young girl or woman to, uh, 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 to teach him? What is in that? Is that? If you cannot, is that not pride? Excuse me, is anybody here who knows everything? Stand up. It's only God. So what you don't know, it doesn't matter who gave it to you. Get it! And somebody said to me, you've been driving to Buckingham two hours plus every time you are going to class. I drove four hours for four years every time I went to class. Four hours to Buckingham, two hours to Buckingham, sometimes two and a half hours. Because when the road is good, talk less. I know the junction where traffic is. And if I miss my time by 30 minutes, you can guarantee it, that I will get to the class about one hour late. So what do I do? I leave early and I get to the class and I will rest in my car, in the car park, until class time alarm, I will go. But I have to drive two hours and I can't say, ah, two hours driving, I can't. How will I, how will I understand the lecture? Man write it, man read it, man pass it. When I get to the lecture, because I know what brought me here, there is no willingness that comes to contemplation. All my head is that, how do I know what they are teaching me? Okay? If you did not step out, God cannot help you. That's what I'm telling you. You guys, everyone here, I told you on Sunday, everyone here, you are greater than what you are now. Because greater is he who has ordained you for destiny. But you must step out. Step out. Do you know what? God, in conclusion, went further and said to him, I will give you every praise, but you must step out first. He says, Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon from the, uh, and from the great river and Euphrates, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the cross to the great sea on the west. Now, look at what verse 5 says. Shall we read it together? No one. Yes. So I told you, a Christian cannot be what? Defeated. The first thing is that a, num- a Christian cannot be cursed, number one. Number two, a Christian cannot be defeated. Alright? And number three, a Christian cannot be put to shame. A Christian cannot be defeated. God said to, 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 to uh, Joshua and to me and to you, no one will be able to stand up against you. Come on, don't you read the scripture. No one, no one, whoever they may be. If, if you are a junior staff, your CEO in that company cannot stand against you. If he decides to stand against you from that day, he is relieved of his duty. You are so placed by God. The God who commands positions of men. The God who places authority and removes authority. The God who a man stood before other men. And when he was booming and boasting, and the people said, the voice of God, not the voice of man. And the angel of the Lord touched his body, he became worms. All bones became worms. They did not see the bone of Herod. The whole body was eaten up on the spot by worms. Those are not normal worms. 
Because it takes days for one to eat flesh, talkless bones. They ate all organs, all bones. He, 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 as he was standing, the whole of his physique became worms. He just went down, collapsed, and it's only worms they saw. They didn't see his organs, they didn't see his bones. This is the God that we're talking about. No one can stand up against you. No man will stand against you. No devil, no spirit can stand against you. All the days. He didn't say some days of your life. All the days of my life. What about you? He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with, I will never, do you get it? God said he will never leave you. Say, God will never leave me. And he will never forsake me. No, 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 no. Let me help you know this. You cannot, that's why you cannot interpret your life by circumstances that surround you. Because if you look at some situations sometimes, it seems as if God had departed. No, He cannot leave you. He cannot leave you. So when you are going through hard times, He's right there. But what happens is that many times we don't turn to Him. We try to fix it with our brain. Instead of turning to Him. But He is there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And when you hand over matters to God, why do you worry? Why do you worry? Do you know what? God ended up by saying to him, Be strong and courageous. Why? Because you will lead these people. A leader cannot be fearful or fretful to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give unto them. Listen to me. The reason why you cannot be afraid is because the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you, I say. Now, the, the last one, a Christian cannot be put to shame. When you get to him, go and read again Isaiah 36 and 37. When Sennacherib rose up in battle against Hezekiah, and the Bible tells us that Hezekiah was a child of the Most High God, a worshiper of God. We're going to pray in a minute. Listen to me. If you look at that story, Ezekiah said the head of his army, he came to Israel and to Judah, and he began to boom around. He began to intimidate them. His soldiers surrounded the whole of the, the country, and they laid siege against it. And he began to boast about all the countries he has defeated, bigger countries than Israel. He defeated all of them, killed them and slaughtered them. And he was saying to Israel, sign contract with me, Ezekiah. You just sign contract with me. Submit, and I will spare you. Come on now. The Bible says Ezekiah told the people, don't reply. It says don't reply. Remember I said something to you? If somebody curses you verbally, if you reply, you have given the cause credence. You don't reply to the word of fools. Why? Because you have a God who listens. You don't let the promise of a fool make you mad. Because he can speak today and tomorrow he's no more. Why should you deny your God, the sovereignty of your God by listening to something that a foolish man has said? A person who says anything to you contrary to the Bible is foolish. Listen to me. You cannot be put to shame. I say you cannot be put to shame. At the last minute God will rescue you. But expect him. He always come at the last minute. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, he said to Israel, he said to Moses, lead Israel out of Egypt. When they were, they were leading them, the Bible says in chapter 13 that the Lord did not lead them, 14, he did not lead them through the short course. 
Because if they see what they will turn back. He led them to, to the Dead Sea. So that there is no way. God led them to no road. Dead end. If whenever you find that end, don't you think that I have made a mistake? Is that not the first concern that comes to you? No, God leads you to dead end. If you don't go to dead end and there is no more road, how will you see the hand of the Lord? The miracle of the pattern of the Red Sea would never be written if God did not lead Israel to the dead end. Your dead end will give way before you. Listen to me. Moses will have said, Ah, Satan is the one who brought us here. Did you see him say that? No, it is the God of Israel. It is the God of Israel. Any circumstance that surrounds you as a Christian, what you must understand is you will never be put to shame. It doesn't matter how many people have gone through it and they have been put to shame. When it is your turn, you can never be put to shame. Even if you made a mistake and because of mistake you suffer, God, by His mercy and grace, He will override that mistake and He will still bring you to fulfillment of destiny. Listen to me. <clears throat> no one can curse you. No one can overpower you or defeat you, and you will never be put to shame. Stand up on your feet. Lift up your voice to heaven and begin to thank the name of the Lord. Begin to give God praise. Went in a cherub charge against Ezekiah. The prophet of God said the way he came, he will go back. He will not enter down into this city, and it was so. Lift up your voice, I'm going to thank God. God, I thank you because I cannot be cursed. Thank God and tell God I cannot be cursed. I cannot be defeated. My trial will turn to triumph. <coughs> Begin to declare in the name of the Lord. I am a seed of Abraham. God is not a man that is should lie, or a son of man that will change his mind. Begin to declare in the name of the Lord. Begin to declare in the name of the Lord. Oh, Father, we exalt you. Lord, we bless you. The Bible says no weapon for the gates will prosper. I cannot hear you pray. And every tongue that has against enjoyment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of those who fear the Lord and their vindication from me, says the Most High. Father, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, Thanks be to God, He gives us victory. I make declaration, Lord, I thank you that every battle of my life will end up in victory. The victory has been decided before the battle shows up. 
Thanks be to God. He gives us victory. All the time he gives you victory. Lift up your voice and give him praise. Thank you, Father. Yes, save the Lord where he can be found. The Bible says Jesus made a loud cry unto God who can save him. When he prayed in Gethsemane, let your spirit pray. Let your heart pray. Let your body pray. Give him praise, he who lives forever and ever. You will never be defeated. You will never be put to shame. No curse will have dominion over you. Over your children, over your family. Impossible, but God will not allow it. As God has determined your life shall be. Isaiah 14, 24. The Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I plan it shall be. As I purpose it will stand. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Say after me, the Lord will arise. He will have compassion on me. For it is time to show me favor. My appointed time has come. For the Lord will arise. He will have compassion on me. For the time to show me favor has come. My appointed time has come. Say it again, the Lord will arise. He will have compassion on Christ's faith tabernacle. For it is time to show her favor. Her appointed time has come. Listen to me by the word of the Lord. In this season, the Lord will rebuild Christ's faith tabernacle. He will appear upon you in his glory. He will respond to the prayer of the destitute among you. He will not despise your plea, says the Most High. He says, let these be written for a future generation, that a people not yet created may praise the Lord. The manifestation of God upon you, Christ with tabernacle, this hour, it shall linger beyond your lifetime. Generation unborn will remember God's hand upon you, and they shall celebrate God. He says, the Lord will look down from his sanctuary on high. From heaven, he viewed the earth. In this week, the Lord will look down his side from his sanctuary. He will set his heart upon you to hear the groan of the prisoners in Christ's tabernacle and to release those who are condemned to death. I see anyone condemned to death receive life instead of death. Everyone sick in their body receive healing in your body. He says, so the name of the Lord will be declared in Christ's tabernacle and his praise in, in the midst of your borders. When the people and the kingdoms assemble to worship the Lord, as people and kingdoms will assemble in this building, in this new week to worship the Lord, the name of the Lord shall be declared among you. The Lord will pass among you and say, I, He will declare His name, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate God, the God that, that, that is merciful, the glorious one, the healer, the restorer, the deliverer. He shall sound His name, the one who prospers, the one who lifts up, the one who helps, the one who supports, the one who heals, the one who restores, the one who builds the ruined city, the one who restores the devil has taken and replaces. Re re that is what the enemy has stolen from you. He will pass in the midst of you. He will stand.
out his name. I, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate God. The mercy and compassion of God will rest upon you in this season. The glory of heaven will decorate you at this season. People will locate you. Mercy will work for you. Grace shall begin to work for you. It, it, it will come to pass. Everything that you have desired in your heart, that you have been lingering and you have not seen. In this season, favor comes upon you. That which you struggle and you could not reach will come back to you straight away. In ease, you will accomplish destiny. Power to fulfill dreams. Power to manifest dreams. Power to operate in vision. Power to see beyond the eyes. Receive in the name of Jesus as a man. As the king of heaven had honored me in the midst of men and anointed my head with fresh oil, receive the oil in the name of Jesus. As he has anointed my lips with authority, receive the authority in the name of Jesus. He says, Whatever you lay hands on will prosper. I say to you, your fingers are blessed. Your memories are blessed. The ideas that God will bring to your mind, you will prosper in them. Provisions shall be made available to you before vision is given. I say your provisions shall be available. I say your provisions shall come in the name of Jesus. When God said to Abraham, go and sacrifice your son Isaac. God had made the ram available before Isaac was sent. When Abraham got to slaughter, God only needed, needed to open his eyes. As God opened the eyes of Abraham to see the provision of Iran, receive sight in the name of Jesus. I say, receive sight in the name of Jesus, right of Nazareth. If there is anyone among you who have been bamboozled with fear, you are not given the spirit of fear that you fall back into slavery. Fear, get out in the name of Jesus. Fear your spirit. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, as of Nazareth. Receive faith in the name of Jesus. Receive boldness in the name of Jesus. Receive unction in the name of Jesus. Yours will be a delightful land. The mouth of man will not determine your limits any longer. Yeah. The confession of people which is contrary to your will and to the will of God for you, shall not have credence over you anymore. Hey! Every obstacle that the enemy has set before you shall become your stepping stone to destiny. From this very hour, he said unto Moses, he who gave man his mouth, and who made him stammer? Listen to me. Your inability shall not determine your altitude any longer. I say, where you are not competent, the Lord will raise you beyond. The position you think that you are not credit worthy of, God will take you beyond that. Instead of failure, you enter into the paradise of successes. None in this family will ever fail again. I say, none in this family will never fail again. I say, none in this family of Christ's tabernacle will ever fail again. 
According to the word of the Lord, the oil poured upon the head of Aaron comes to the collar. And I say, as the Lord opened my eyes in the month of February, and the Lord visited me in my house, walked into my room, and spoke to me, and took me in an encounter in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a spiritual. On February 1984, that which is happening today, and as the Lord opened my eyes to see the place where this church will start, in the same February 1990, I stand in Christ in God to say today, the provision God has given to you, you receive start to see them. That unction that God has placed upon me, which could speak about occurrences that will happen in the world before they happen to date and time, which will give direction to people, information of heaven to people, the same unction. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Because it is the appointed time of CFT. When the glory shall visit this house next week, you will not be found wanting. Father, we bless your holy name. We give you the glory and honor and praise. If you carry sickness in your body tonight, you are made whole by the stripes of Jesus. Whatever your family may be, he took it, 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 he took your family. Jesus took your family. Jesus took your family. Jesus took your family. Bodies be healed in the name of Jesus as of Every organ that has been afflicted, I command it to be restored in the name of Jesus. For the strangers shall be weary. I weary the strangers in your body. I command them to run away from their hibernation. Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. We glorify you, God. We thank you, Jehovah. If you came with a bottle of oil, lift it up where you are. Yay, Messiah. Neronde si pralimondo saktahai. Pari lukushki pralinagundo sabohande. Father, we bless you. Says they didn't want to seek among you. Let him call the elders anointing them with oil. By the anointing oil, the priestly office was commissioned. A mortal man was dedicated. By the anointing oil, the kingly office was commissioned. Hey, Father, I ask that the power of covenant enter 